Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Right. Yeah, so the, the, the biggest drama that they have about it is well, you're going to hear the special, but he, yeah. also, he he goes back to the concept of him trying to get people trying to cancel him for his yeah. trans jokes. That's the and, theme and, of it, right? Yeah. The cancel culture and like Twitter. Yeah, cancel sure. culture, the LGBTQ community. And I think the way that it's portrayed in a lot of these articles that I'm reading. So I, you know, there's a lot of people, New York Times, a lot of these big publications and these writers are coming after him, right? And clearly the people who are writing it, they're a part of these communities that they feel like he is... What the fuck is that? A Steven Seagal singing, singing, bro. For what? On a TV show? Alligator ass. He's sick, bro. That's for real? That's for real. real. That's him performing a live concert or is he just doing this on a show? He's doing a live concert and it's kind of fire. He's singing. I mean, you can't knock his singing. Singing's actually pretty good. He's saying dumb shit. 
And he's a dumbass. Yeah, he is. But five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have stupid Nick the Ear. Yeah. Dumb, stupid yellow hat. Dumb. Where'd you get that hat? The yellow store? I got it from us. Good company. Third Street Athletics Barbell. Oh, that's Silent Mike. Oh, that's Silent Mike. Yeah, Silent yeah. Mike. Hey, Great sh- apparel. Love his stuff. Shout out to Big Silent fan. Mike. Big Silent fan. Mike. I got to meet him on JK News. Such a good guy. Love that guy. He's the best. He's a really good guy. Unlike you. And he knew no. the Golden State Killer, bro. Did you, you know, did you know he that? He knew him. Yeah, he like, like personally. He like grew up with that fool. How old is Silent Mike? He's 72. He's got to be. 72 years old. He's got to be. Patrick.t.riley. <laughs> he knows no serial killers. I don't know any serial killers. I so, don't think so. Not yet. Fucking loser. You dude. never know. Somebody could veer off the path and just start. Out of all your friends, who? who do you think could be mm. the most likely to be a serial killer besides David? <clears throat> I, what? Why, why, would I, why would I be a serial killer? Mm. I don't know. That's a good question. I never thought about it. David blacks out and he, he fucking commits Alex. violence. I can see Alex killing people. Alex who? Alex. Costa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lift I can God? see him killing people. Yeah. He got a very cold demeanor sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, are you killing people? He got a serial killer. Would you ever sometimes. kill somebody for real? Yeah. So somebody comes up to Tiff. They go, what's up? Uh, Salvadorian mommy. <laughs> I was about to say mommy. I was about to say Mexican, but she's not. She's Salvadorian. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Get, bring Salve me mommy. some of that Salvadorian Whoa. ass. I want to kill the guy. I wouldn't kill the guy. I'd just be like, get the fuck out of here. And then we walk away. Yeah. That would be it. That'd be the extent. That's the fucking I feel like weakest I, thing I've ever heard in my life. Because at the same time, it's like, bro, get the fuck out of here. What Somebody here? slaps Tiff upside her head. If someone lays oh hands, my God. I'm breaking, I'm breaking body. I'm going to do my best to break something on their body. That's an ass whooping, but I still, I, I cannot guarantee kill. this. We'll see what happens when that time comes, but I'm going to, I'm going to have to break something on their body. The only time I think I would like, I would have struggle with like, I, I, I think I'm going to kill somebody is if somebody did something to Maya for sure. Oh, your that baby would be, that would be That would be the where like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Family, loved ones, friends even. We throw one down. We doing one of these. Ha! Oh, we're doing the whoa. We're doing up and we go. Oh, whoa. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? I love it. This fool didn't watch the Dave Chappelle special. Yeah, I didn't watch <clears> it yet. Out of all the things you couldn't see, you didn't watch the Dave Chappelle special. I just, it's been crazy. Back to back to back. We just, we just got back. <laughs> we just got Fuck back. Fuck you, guy. We just got back from Hawaii. And then Hawaii. 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 Hawaii, which is one of the best places on earth. And hey, yo, shout out to Gilbert for knowing the worst restaurants ever on the island. We need Gilbert here to defend himself. No, he has nothing to defend. We're not going to name names of the places that he recommended. No, just for fun, though. Just for trash. Fun. Oh, for sure. Gilbert can come in so I could just make fun of this fat fuck. <laughs> How can you be that fat and have bad taste buds? They were trash, the places? Oh, what was wrong with them? El Terrible, as wow. the Spanish say. Well, okay, uh, we already know one of them that we talked about. What was the other one that he recommended that was basura? Oh, I can't basura say boys. names because I ain't trying to destroy business. What type of restaurant was it? It was an Asian restaurant of some sorts. What kind? Japones? No, it was, it was Laotian Vietnamese Thai. Whoa, that's a lot. For real? You just made that up. No, Laotian, I did not. Vietnamese Thai combo. <laughs> it was not good. None of the stuff he recommended was good. I don't understand when I meet somebody oh, I know what you're who about. is a large, large man. He mm. recommended that to you? I thought you went because he recommended it to you. Yeah. And I told you not to go. And you still went, idiot. Well, we just- Was it trash? Yeah. It was trash. It, it was honestly the worst restaurant we went to. Did, Out of the whole did you text? What did you text Gilbert afterwards? I oh. was with him and we were all oh. like, I paid $36 for this. And what did he say? No, we were all together. And he was like, yeah, it wasn't good. Like we all agreed. And the service was kind of shitty. Like the guy that was there serving us. And look, bro, I'm very gracious when it comes to servers because I used to be a server. I get it. But this dude was like, 
come on, bro. Do the bare minimum, dog. Like, it looks like you want to spit in my face for even being here. Yeah. Dude, if you're a fucking chunky dude and you don't know good food, why, do you, why are you even fat? Yeah, that's true. Just get skinny, dude. Yeah. What's the point? What is the point? I don't get it. Yeah. Gilbert wakes up and he's just like, I'm just going to shove bad food in my face all day. Yeah. Fucking loser. What an idiot. Or, <laughs> or, or, or he's very, uh, maybe he doesn't have bad taste. Maybe he just will eat anything because he's very accepting of food. What about that? You ever thought about that, David? So, yeah, except vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> except water instead of soda. Yeah. You don't, you don't drink soda. You don't drink soda like that. He'd be drink, he'd be eating vegetables. But I actually have no idea what he eats. Mm. I'm just so shocked. Yeah. So he recommended this very specific spot. He was like, <laughs> oh, send us the fucking Yelp page or whatever. I was like, cool. Went to go check it out. Right when I went into this part of town, I knew the food was going to be bad. Because it's a high tourist area yeah. with uh, away from Waikiki. Yeah. And all my Hawaiian people know, a bunch of haoles over there. Haoles. And I was like, this is not going to be good. Hey, the haoles over there be fucking wilding, dog. I was at the airport and it was like the uh, departing away from Hawaii, Daniel Inoue. How do you say his last name? In Inoue? Inoue. No, continue. Inoue. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're at the fucking airport and this fucking fat ass little white, bald white dude was over there and he's talking to the lady that works at like the tourist shop, mm-hmm. like, the, like where you get like sodas, magazines, whatever the fuck. And he goes, So you're telling me you guys have nicotine patches, but not nicotine gum? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like he's giving her attitude like this. Like I don't this, own the store, yeah, bitch. Like, like yeah. this lady's in charge of stocking the store. Yeah. And also, bro, this isn't a fucking Walmart. You know you have a fucking nicotine addiction. Go to the store and go buy nicotine gum before he, you go to the fucking having, store, bro. He's having withdrawals. Yeah, he's having withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, I hope yeah. you fall off the fucking plane. Like the way he said, he, the way he was talking to this fucking girl yeah. was like, and she just looked at him like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, what do you want me to do? What we have is what we have, bro. I don't order this shit. Yeah, and the way he was saying it was so fucking entitled. I wanted to fucking slap him up his fucking well, bald don't head. you empathize with him because he's going through a drug addiction problem. Who he's going gives? through withdrawals. Yeah. Hey, bro, go to CVS. Go yeah. to Long's Drug did you, did Pharmacy. You, did you ever think about that, Nicholas Dunham? I got some nicotine <laughs> for him right here, dude. Yeah, and yeah. it ain't much. I'll tell you that. Wow. It ain't much. It's it ain't one. Much. But it can last. Two to three minutes nice, max. Nice. All right? Wow. Yeah, that's good. And that's all I'll say. All right. Yeah, I said it, dude. You did say it. You <laughs> I told it. you, white man. Yeah, that I'll guy. Say, and you're racist, Howley, dude. Howley, bro. Howley's, dog. You're a howly racist, stupid son of a bitch. But it is crazy to see how some Hawaiian, <laughs> like some of the locals, they do be like treating some of the white people like super spicy. And then to me, they were like, hey, bro, like what can I get for you? They're like, cool. What dude. number are you? Yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me get your food for you. And yeah. I was like, this dude, is tight. Hawaii <laughs> is the best. This is tight. It is the best. It's it's. I don't know if it's the best place on earth, but it's fucking close, dude. Yeah. Pretty close Hawaii's to it, dope. man. I'll it's tell you this. Close. The I, nature, the fucking people there. Everyone at the airport, so nice. I was walking by the security guard, old Asian man. He looked at me. I don't know why. He just went. And I was like, <laughs> hey, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I don't that's know why he did that. Yeah. But it made me feel so special. Yeah, that's and this cool. one lady was like, I like your mask. And I was like, thank you. Just well, what kind of mask you wow. have? It was a KN94. But it was like pink, so maybe that's oh, nice. That. But she was very sweet. Everyone's so nice. Everybody feels like all the older people there feel like my grandma. Yeah, you know that's like Trader Joe's. That's what Trader Joe's feels like. Mm, it's for like, you? The, like the Lego movie in there. But sometimes they're a little too happy, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's like yeah. too much. What are we all happy? I about? like it when it's genuine. I don't want it to be in your face. I don't want it to be like sometimes you could tell it's like this is fabricated. Stop. Yeah. But if you if you're just genuinely like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, yeah. How you doing? Are you have a good day. A nice. Hey, cool. Yeah. You know that's awesome. I like the old guy giving you the that that's that, that was out of nowhere. He's nice and sweet. Like, yeah, you. And dude. I was like, 
It was your dad, you idiot. That was my dad. That was your father. That was my grandfather. He was like, I'm very proud of you. Bam. And he gave you the thumbs up and you went, fucking weirdo. And you just walked off. And then the spirit just floated away. Whoa. You're a piece of shit, bro. Disintegrated like Yoda, baby. So because you're a decent human being, what did you think of the Chappelle special? Dude, I loved it. I loved it. Shut the fuck up, you charlatan. Honestly, honestly, anything Chappelle does is the shit, obviously, right? But like, he just... He it was fucking amazing, like all around, like amazing as fuck. The jokes were good. His storytelling was really good. Uh, the story he told in the end about uh, so the theme throughout it, which is why he's catching a lot of heat, is basically. I mean, he's he cracks jokes about the trans community like he does in all the other specials. Yeah. So anytime you mention them and and not flattering light, you're gonna catch some heat, right? And he just goes for it. He's swinging hard as shit. But he tells a story at the end about or well i don't want to ruin it for you but he has a story at the end that's fantastic and he like really wraps it up and it really puts a ball uh, on it puts a ball on it and it like really emphasizes the message he's trying to convey the whole time and it's just like dude this dude's a fucking master and also what's sick about it is like Chappelle is doing what like the role of a comedian like that's exactly what a comedian's supposed to do yeah like I remember in high school, like, we used to have to read Shakespeare. I fucking hated Shakespeare. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I don't understand what's yeah. happening. Are people fucking? Are they dying? What's going on? I don't understand. You know? <laughs> That's all you want to see It's like, I don't know anyway. what's happening, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You fucking or you dying? Dudes bro? are, like, saying things. I thought they were at dinner. Next guy got stabbed in the chest. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. They were fighting <laughs> over a girl the whole time. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Romeo. You know? So, uh, <laughs> but the one thing I do remember from high school, from Shakespeare, was that the, there was a play, I don't remember what it was, but the jester was always considered the wise fool. And he was the only one that could tell the king the truth. Like that was like, the, like mm. Shakespeare wrote that in and like that was his role. He was called the wise fool. And because he, he was funny, he was the only motherfucker that could tell the king the truth without getting his decapitated. And like Chappelle is literally that. Like, yeah. like he's, I mean, they're trying to decapitate him, but like he's just telling it, calling it for what it is. Like, like he's just he speaks on things there's there should be nothing that like if nothing is so sacred it can't be talked about right mm-hmm. and that's the thing is he talks about it and he makes jokes and he doesn't bend the knee and that's why everyone's fucking pissed yeah but it's overall i think it's amazing i feel like every special that comes out with him everybody tries to cancel some portion of it you know yeah. or try to cancel him about a bit that he does yeah but he has stood his ground and is like okay what are you going to do? Like the greats. Like the greats do all that shit. Like Chappelle. I feel like Burr is kind of like that too where he's like, yeah, three people were mad. The whole crowd was laughing. Right. Like I killed. It's just one person at home watching the shit that gets mad. And I feel like it's the same kind of situation with the Chappelle stuff. Because if he wasn't so fucking great at what he does, he wouldn't be getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to do a comedy special. Right. Yeah. So the the, the biggest drama that they have about it is – well, you're going to hear the special, but he yeah. also, he he goes back to the concept of him trying to get people trying to cancel him for his yeah. trans jokes. That's the and, theme and, of it, right? Yeah. The cancel culture and like Twitter. Yeah, cancel shit. culture, the LGBTQ community. And I think the way that it's portrayed in a lot of these articles that I'm reading. So I, you know, there's a lot of people, New York Times, a lot of these big publications and these writers are coming after him, right? And clearly the people who are writing it, they're a part of these communities that they feel like he is punching down, right? Yeah. And that is the theme that he talks about in a stand-up. They're saying mm-hmm. that I am continually punching down on this community. So I guess like 
you know, comedy is supposed to make you think and it's going to offend people for yeah. sure, right? Yeah. I think the only thing that maybe that I, I thought about, right? Because I, I don't want to be dismissive about how people feel. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about like art too, I always say this, it's very subjective and you can feel however you want. But if those people are offended, they're allowed to be fucking offended. Yeah. yeah. You can't get mad at them for being fucking offended. Doesn't mean they're right, right though. Yeah. No, there's no right or wrong exactly. to it, in my personal opinion. Like if they're offended, they didn't like it. They're 100% right. We can't sit here and tell these people that they can't feel the way that they fucking yeah. feel because that would defeat the purpose of stand-up and art mm-hmm. it has to be subjective. subjective it has to kind of kind of pull you apart right so half the room is mortified half the room is laughing and i think that's what great art does right but the, i think the the thing that i kept reading in these articles that maybe had me a little confused was that these people that were trying to take dave Chappelle down i've read this in three different articles i forgot which one they are but i read it and i understood and i understood how they felt one part that bothered me in every single one of those articles that they kept saying this dave Chappelle used to be great his stand-up was amazing Mm. it used to be it used to make me laugh Mm. he used to talk about real things and now he just goes for low-hanging fruit and he does stuff that's very offensive towards my community now the problem with this that bothers me the most right they started using all these jokes right they're like oh what how he used this joke against like homeless people blah 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 he 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 related to him getting the the uh the covid shot as in the thing that homeless people get so he's going low-hanging fruit against homeless people yeah. now this is where i find people to be a little morally selective he did a very famous stand-up bit which they were fans of yeah. right of him talking about the homeless guy jacking off in a subway this guy is mentally ill yeah. he's jacking off spraying cum on everybody's Holding face the bus hostage, hostage with his dick. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> why is it that you find that funny exactly but not this one right and the reason why is this is what i feel anyways you only find things funny if they're not talking about something that's important to you. exactly right? we were talking about that today on jk news yeah. about the same 100%. fucking thing it's like People want to get mad about something that's sensitive to them, but everything else it's is all fair. All. It's, it's fair game. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, but if you're going to be mad at. You should be mad at all stand-up. Exactly. Because I'll use this as a great example, right? So we talk about a lot of stand-up comics who talk about their life uh, getting beat up or whatever. What Their parents, this is domestic abuse and violence. And you're over here dying laughing that they got their ass beat by their parents and these like hilarious ass whooping stories, right? Mm-hmm. You think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's hilarious too. But why is it that you can look at that and say, oh, domestic violence is okay, yeah. but don't talk about my community here, right? Yeah, right. But so like, so this is what I'm talking about. Like where, where does this morality meter go constantly when it comes to comedy? I know that there are boundaries, but if we can't do that equally across the board, yeah. I, I think there's a, an issue and a problem here because now we're saying – it's only offensive because it hurts me, right? Yeah. yeah. Because all that stuff is offensive. Um, so where where do I guess if I were to ask him, it's like, well, why did you draw the line here and not there? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is because I'm a part of that community, well, then you're being a little hypocritical at this point. Sure. Because yeah, you're cracking up when everybody, everybody else had else. a problem with the other stuff. Right. So exactly. I don't know. And I feel a little you know, weird. percent. And and also too, like the the rule, like even the term punching down, like there's no rules in comedy. There's no, there's no like comedy has to punch up or what. Like comedy is just make motherfuckers laugh. You know, yeah. point out in your way, whether it's storytelling, pointing out incongruities, surprise, whatever, however you do it, make motherfuckers laugh. Yeah. And that can happen in any way. You can make fun of like, for example, a homeless dude. You could make like that would technically be punching down. But there yeah. is you all can, of it is punching there, down there in some way. Be, right? There's there's bits where like. Even like uh, like Chris Rock, right? Like uh, uh, black people versus like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's technically like, I mean, I don't know if that's technically punching down, but it's 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 
you can punch down like as as long as it's fucking funny that's that's the rule in comedy make motherfuckers laugh it's not like a morally necessarily uh like it's I, not I think it's, it's not a space well, to be morally like the, right the other issue that i have too i think people are really misconstruing the concept of what a comedian is a comic's position in their life isn't to be your hero yeah like people keep saying that he used to be my hero he never asked to be your hero right. he actually never asked to do any of that he was just trying to be a comedian and be a comic right the idea that somebody has to live up to your expectation because this is what you wanted out of them is a little unfair right, right. i now i do agree that people who have a certain level of of, of influence should be careful with their words I, I agree with that stuff too but the the argument that oh he should be better because he was my hero. That's a role that you put on. Comics aren't there to be your morality police. Right. They're not there for that. They're right. a comic. Yeah. You know, which is one of the biggest reasons why like I stopped doing, you know, I did a lot of like social justice stuff too, but what happened was that people forgot that I was a comic. I was making jokes too. Yeah. And so they're like, "Well, how can you say this if you It's like, look, at the end of the day this is jokes." Yeah. yeah. Because when we put ourselves at this certain standard, people will only judge us for that. They go, Oh, you're a social justice person. You should stick to all this other stuff. Yeah, right. I don't think Dave Chappelle ever said he was any of that stuff. Right. He just does comedy with a with a tidbits of his version of his truth. Yeah. What what you take from it is what you take from it. Right. Like to say that this person should be a hero to the youth and everybody else is what you wanted out of him. It's not what he said. Mm-hmm. Or any comic, as a matter of fact. And to put that on someone is not very fair, right? At all. Like, like unless just, they unless they ask for it, you know, exactly. where they're like, I'm I'm the stance of, you know, morality, which, you know, which, you know, I gave, you know, Simulu shit about that it was like, right. you can't be the the beacon of hope for, you know, men and all this yeah. other stuff. Dave and then, well, you also, to be Sean you also anything, wouldn't you know? be a good comic if that like being a comic, like if you took that, that's like the opposite of a comic's spirit yes. to be like, I am yeah. this beacon of truth and justice, like. Like the whole thing, we shit on ourselves. Like we're self-deprecating. Like the whole thing is like we're a little fucked up and like that little fucked upness goes inwards as well. Yeah. So if you're ever thinking you're the shit, something's wrong. You know, yeah, in, in, a com- in just a, from a like a comedian, the spirit of a comedian's perspective. Yeah. And, you know, I, I use this example too where I talked about Shane Gillis, right? When he did the whole little podcast thing yeah. with his host thing. I didn't think that shit was funny. I didn't think it was dope. I never said cancel Shane Gillis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I still think he should be able to perform comedy. Just, and he's funny. You know, and his special on fucking uh, YouTube. Killer. Hilarious. Hilarious. One of the dude. best specials I've seen in a really long time. He's so fucking natural and good at what he does, which makes sense why he got on SNL. Yeah. You yeah. know, so- I think people can fuck up. And and the idea too, and this has nothing to do with Chappelle's thing, is that people never think people can change. Nobody ever gives somebody a chance. Like if you get if they fuck up, they could change, or you could say, you know what, fuck you and move on. Yeah. You have the ability to buy his tickets, watch his shows, whatever else. Yeah, right. right. Which it's free market. And whatever happened right. to that, right? It's just like if you don't oh. like something, just don't watch it. Yeah. And also, who are you to decide that I can't watch this? Yeah. You know? And and on top of that, too, it's like it's we're all hypocrites at the end of the day, right? It's like people – I just don't like when people like to shine the light on other people saying like, you did this. You did this. And it's like, what if we did the same thing to you, right? Because all these people that want to go out and like make a stand and like cancel everybody and say like you're a piece of shit for saying this, I really want to be like, well, what kind of fucking skeletons do you have in your closet, right? Because if you want to expose everybody else, I feel like in a weird way, it's like – I feel like most people – don't go through their life trying to do that, trying to expose you other can, people. You can feel when someone's trying to be shitty and you can feel exactly. when they're coming from a good place. Exactly. So like, so it's, yeah, it's case by case situation. Like course. there was a video of, I, I saw it on a podcast. I, I don't remember. I think it was your mom's house. 
But there's a ah, your mom's house, bitch. <laughs> Fuck, dude. There's a got vi- me. He got, <laughs> he got you, you so good there. <laughs> there's a video of uh, it's like a trans lady in in a car at like a Sonic or some drive-through place. Oh, that video was crazy. And she's like, she's like filming this Latino worker dude, and she's like, yeah, but why did your worker call me him? Like, so it's like it's a oh, it's God. a guy who transitioned to a girl trans woman, right? So. Uh, He's like, yeah, why would he call me sir? Like, what about me looks like a sir, blah, blah, blah. And, and they, they, the, the, the guy's also like, the guy's just trying to work. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, I'm sorry. He's like, sorry. Yeah. You know, I fucked up. Sorry. Give me and some then grace he was here. Like, he was like, it, it gets down to the point where the, the motherfucker gave the dude the card and it says Will Smith on it or yeah. Will Jackson or whatever the fuck. His name is, the person's name is Will. Yeah. And so the guy's like, well, he read the name Will and assumed. Cause there's not Cause a lot you have of a baby, male name. baby yeah. girls running around with the name fucking will, you know, like yeah. it, my bad motherfucker. Honest, Damn. You can't, you can have some empathy for me a little but bit. This dude, this dude's coming like just trying to shit, like just basically trying to dominate this dude to look good or mm-hmm. feel good. Mm-hmm. It's bullying. Like that's yeah. just straight up bullying. And by the way, nobody sympathizes with this woman yeah. at all. Right. At all. And you know why? It's because I actually, when I first watched this video, I thought it was, I very much assumed that it was fake. Because I burst out laughing. It was so outlandish. Well, because I didn't see where she turned it around. I didn't see that. What makes you think, what about me looks like a man? Turns the camera, five o'clock shadow. What the (laughs) fuck? Five o'clock shadow with red lipstick. I'm like, dude, this is, I was like, this is a prank for sure. Yeah. And so a couple, a couple, a a fucking couple days passed and it was real. Right. I was like, oh, this isn't a prank. This is for real. Yeah. The motherfucker's name was a, was a, a cisgendered male name on the credit card. Yeah. yeah. So what the fuck here? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? That's just like, come on now. Yeah. They assumed because you have a typical male name on your credit card. Also too, you were three hours away from having a full beard. Yeah. So, <laughs> you <hours>. know, <laughs> okay. yeah. like I said, I address her as a her. That's yeah. she's a, she's a, they, thank she, you for clarifying. They, I will yeah, do yeah. that from now on. She's a she. She, I'm trying to get fucked up. She rum deep to do. She rum She's a she. Cool. You've addressed it. They fucked up. Let's move it's on over. here. It's Let's over. move on here. He said, "Look, your name is William Shatner. Yeah. I thought you were a guy because yeah. of the name on the thing. Well, my bad. Whatever you, whatever your preferred pronoun yeah, is, we'll be cool. Like yeah. it's over." Done. Let's yeah. move on. Let me so give stop you acting like a your, bitch and let's move on. Can I give yeah. you the burger now? Can you? Can I give you your fries and get the fuck out of here? Like, yeah. let's move on. Apologies. And that person was probably trying to start some shit. Yeah, well, yeah. For and sure. then recording well, and filming? making a whole exactly. big scene out of it. Right. If if it, I feel like ninety nine percent of other people in that same situation were like, oh, it's all good. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think this person too represents like a no, majority of the trans no, no, mentally no, no, ill no. or something. For you know sure. I mean? You know, well, like the trans community. You know, they're going to get a lot of flack for people like that too. Yeah, because they they try to put this movement on their back and they're making these people who you know, who have transitioned look like shit because everybody now thinks that every trans person is crazy like this person. Exactly. And I'm, it's sure, I'm sure there's trans people that are are so angry about yeah, the movement. They're, they're yeah. just like, bro, we just want to live our lives, figure our shit out, live, lay low. And then they have all this bullshit to deal with. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh, my friends. You guys know how much I love HelloFresh because I love making bomb-ass food. And a lot of the times, you guys know that when you go out and you go ahead and cook a recipe you see online, you always have... Have extra ingredients. Well, this is where HelloFresh comes in. It's super fun and affordable because it's 30% cheaper than grocery stores with pre-portioned ingredients that ensures you won't spend money on excess ingredients and food while you save on your shopping trip. No more grocery stores, no more excess celery, 36 pounds of it. You just get what you need and you end up with one of the most delicious meals and it's home cooked, but it's super, super easy and delicious. Trust me, all the stuff that I made with HelloFresh Fresh has been bomb. Ask my fiance. She loved every recipe. And by the way, if you've heard me talk about Green Chef, well, guess what? HelloFresh and Green Chef, my friends, has an amazing relationship together. So you can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. No worries. So check it out, my friends. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Brain14 and use code Brain14 up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Once again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Brain14 and use code Brain14. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And I feel like that person's just not really a normal person. Like that person's kind of just an asshole. That person's an asshole. 100%. Man, woman, whatever. You're a fucking douchebag. And that doesn't represent the actual population. Yeah. Because there was a part in like Chappelle's uh, stand up, and you're going to see this a little bit too. You're going to get this a little bit ruined because you didn't watch it like a normal person. Whatever. But basically, there was a part where um, Chappelle does a a show with, with Daphne. And um, they're they're having a good banter back and forth on stage. And he goes, I believe you. And she snaps at him. She goes, I don't need you to believe me. I just need you to treat me like a person. Yeah. And that was like something that very profound that he was saying. It's like, what is this idea that we can't just treat people like people? Yeah. Like, yeah. like just treat yeah. people like people. That's all that and, it is. And it, what I was thinking about this today too. It's like, even like I'm friends with legitimately like some pretty crazy people. Yeah. Where I'm like, this person's crazy. Yeah. But I still love them and I'm still cool with them. Like, I don't have to agree with you on every single thing exactly. to be cool with you. And it's like, even if like there's people that like, you know, they, you don't have to have everyone accept 
like everything you believe for you guys to get along. Like it doesn't have to be like that. We could just be cool. We could yeah, just like, be people. Like you believe the earth is flat and I don't. But well, we still like we could really still good be friends. cool. We could yeah. still have a good time. You exactly. know what I mean? Also, like it's not. It's like there's people out there that don't think that you're t- like. For example, from a trans perspective, if someone was trans and someone was like, I don't really think that's a legit thing. That's I could see where that's offensive. But those two people can still get along. Like you don't have to believe me. Just fucking let's just be humans and just be cool. Yeah. yeah. Treat me like a decent person and a human being. You don't have to believe any of my shit. Yeah. I believe it, but just treat me with respect. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's most just, people what they want. Just mutual respect. Yeah. yeah. Mutual combat. And let's just mutual combat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> mutual combat. Let's just do it out. Like men and women. Let's fucking knock each other's teeth out. Obviously. I think, but I like even like there's sorry to cut you off, no. but there's like people that like still don't think there should be interracial couples. You know, there's that still exists. I agree, dude. And it's like it's like <laughs> then he would never exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my children will never be birthed but mm-hmm. like how would you know what i mean like and if you spent every hour like fuck i gotta make everyone think that it's okay it's like why would you want to live like that yeah that's true it's like a miserable existence. But because it's also like you can't control what other people think right you can't you can't control what other people do so you have to kind of live in your own space yeah. and then i think the best way to deal with all this stuff in general is just to be like okay i disagree with you or you might be fucking batshit crazy and that's fine and you people move might on even with your life <laughs> People might even disagree with this. I personally don't give a fuck what you do in your private life. Yeah. Don't bring that shit to me. Don't bring it to work and don't bring oh, it around yeah. the youth. No, right. I agree with that 100%. Right. You, like, okay, so- That's who, just annoying. Like we we always see this stuff where somebody gets canceled over like emails, tweets or whatever from years yeah. ago, right? John Gruden thing. Yeah, yeah, the, well, yeah the John Gruden thing, yeah. right? Which by the way, nobody's justifying what he's doing or saying behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But my issue is, is if he brought that shit out onto the field- brought it around people and he was saying this to other people. Yeah. You have no idea. If you guys have ever played a sport in your life, yeah, that F word that ends with the agate at the end is said profusely. Yeah. Of course. So much. Yeah. Bitch, you pussy. Yeah. Sports are always, ha- has been like that. So when they hear these All words- All sports. Like, yeah. All sports. So Xbox like, Live. Like I said, Badman. Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, Xbox All Live. Day. Go kill yourself. Go die. Yeah. I fucked your mom in her ass and it came out her belly button. Yeah. How Boom. old are you? Three years old. <laughs> Three Whoa. years old. Yeah. Why That's are you up at 2 a.m.? Yeah, it's bro. impressive. Yeah. So it's, you know, <laughs> once again, I'm not over here batting for his morality. Like, no. I, you know, whatever he said in That's his your emails business. is fucking terrible or trash. I think sure. the issue that I have is with people saying like, I can't believe somebody would say this when you are that person too. Exactly. That's, see, that's the hypocritical yeah. thing. It's like, bro, you're going to get caught too one day. Just like wait. This, just wait. Yeah, Everyone's going to get theirs, bro. And for you to stand on a fucking soapbox and be like, I, you're a piece of it. Like just to name call and just hit, kick people while they're down. It's like, you just wait till you get yours, bro. That's yeah, how I right. feel. And, and we're all, all scumbags. Everybody. Hey, you speak for yourself, shit, dude. I'm a fucking angel. Hey, <laughs> we're all pieces of shit. Some of us are trying to do the best we can. Yeah. But I've for the most never part, done a single thing wrong in my life. Rum Dean. You <laughs> assaulted a man outside the gym. And that Still was that fully within my right as an American. But- do you hate America? What What's about- up, Al Qaeda? <laughs> What's up, Al Qaeda? Al Qaeda, oh, motherfucker! Didn't know you were part of the Taliban. Yeah, fucking you Taliban. Steal that fool's funions forever. Yeah, you know, forever. I didn't steal nice. Rum Deep's fucking funions. He gave them to me. It was tribute for protecting him. But David blacked out and forgot the part where he had him by his neck. Yeah. He was like, give me your fun. I've never slapped Rum Deep a single day in my life. Nice. However, I once watched the kid get stomped out and I did nothing. And I'll tell you this. Uh, I actually kicked him once too just to see how it felt. Oh, he did. And then I walked away. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I felt so bad. I cried and I apologized to him. But that wow. was – that was see, the fact see, that you nice. apologized you to him, you did your part. He had a kid sign. You made a mistake. Like, you know what? 
I want to kick him and see how it felt. I kicked this kid. I felt terrible. And mm. it's fine because you apologize, but you're still going to hell. But the fact that you still apologize is great. Yeah, that's nice. You that's learned. All you can I do. apologize and I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> ever again. That's right. I've never, ever did anything wrong. It's impossible. I dare you to dig into. Don't dig into my tweets. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. I but, remember. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say in the uh, Chappelle's last special, uh, there was like an extra bit that he like. So he does a special and then there was like an extra like little thing that he did. Uh, whatever. It was like a little extra scenes or whatever. But he has this really good point. Like he he has people asking him questions and they're talking about Daphne, actually, who's the transgender lady that he meets or whatever. And they're like talking at the bar. And I don't remember specifically exactly what he used, but there was there was a, a, a article I think that was written or something where he was making jokes about a certain community. And the article was saying how like by him making jokes about this, it was like actually including the community. Yeah. It was like 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 oh like because because joking with people can be a sign of like I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's another thing that people don't understand. Sometimes it's just a lo- it's a love language. Mm-hmm. You just talk shit, but like you I re- like I talk shit to you all the time, but I love yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like fuck you, I hate that. Exactly. There you I go. Hate it. So <laughs> so uh, you're gay. So, <laughs> yeah. You just say you love me on a podcast, bro. What are you gay or something? So, but and then he's talking to Daphne, too, and then Daphne was like, "Yo, I wonder why they never say that about the tra- when you're making trans jokes that you're trying to do that with the trans. You're trying to yeah. normalize it, like, yo, yeah, you know, like why- creating conversation, creating conversation, making like humor is a, a, a bridge. Mm-hmm. It can be a bridge, you know, and um, like I don't know, the best people that I've met in my life are people that can take a joke about themselves, a hundred percent. Like if I meet somebody and I I say something and I I could tell they can't take the joke, I'm already like eighty percent. I'm like I'm, I'm not really gonna like this dude. Yeah, those yeah. rum deep jokes don't like him at all. Rum deep will be never come on this podcast ever again. He I'm never it. sharing anything with you. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, so like being able to take a joke like that—that's how you build. That's how yeah. we get the the uncomfortable shit that we can't really talk about in necessarily a serious way. Maybe we address those issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a way to bond, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a way to talk about the shit that's uncomfortable. And you know, he also made a point too, and I think a lot of comics make a point too. When when we make these jokes, right? Um, and that once again, they have to be funny. That's like the that that's is the, the main requisite. Yeah, it has to be funny. It has to be crafty. You know, sure. to, to, to whatever of for course. it to be acceptable, right? Yeah. I think that's the first thing. Yeah. But afterwards, if somebody walks away and they go, fuck trans people, he goes, you're a piece of shit. Of course. Like, fuck you. And then we'll be there to back you up when somebody takes these jokes and they try to weaponize it against exactly. you. Exactly. We'll be, we'll be right there with you standing up saying, fuck you. Like, hey. 100%. You know? Because we've seen comedy where people are trying to, like, make a stand about something, kind of. And then the joke is secondary. But there ends up being no joke. And they make a it's they end up making a statement. And everybody knows it could be the most, like uh, – like just regular thing that you could be talking about. Nothing heavy, nothing crazy, but because they talk about it in a certain way and if there's no joke and it just seems like them just ranting and there's no funniness to it, it's like weird. Yeah. Like you've been in a crowd where someone is like trying out, maybe not trying out material, but they're doing material and it's just, there's no funniness, but it just kind of sounds mean and kind of like, yeah, what the fuck is this? You know what it's like? It's like if somebody that doesn't know how to play a guitar 
starts going ding, ding, bang, bang. It sounds like shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know like, what, I mean? what the fuck is but this? But it's like, he's trying to play music, but yeah. it's like, bang, ding. he doesn't have the skill. It's the yeah. same thing with jokes. <laughs> it's like, if I'm trying to make a point, but mm-hmm. it, it, there's something funny in here, yeah. but I just don't have the skills well, to play Well, it's interesting it. too, exactly. because uh, one of the biggest <laughs> things know? that happened That's was, one of the bigger things idiot. that happened was Netflix, <laughs> the Netflix trans employees and allies said that they're going to leave Netflix. Sure. Because they're not going to bring down the special. And then obviously Netflix was like, no, we're going to leave it up. Yeah. Which right? I thought was dope. Yeah. Whether it's for the sake of comedy, which, you know, which I really do appreciate. Yeah. Now the hard part for, I think these companies too, is that they're going to have to live and die by that standard. Mm-hmm. So, cause if they do that, where somebody puts out a special that everybody really liked that thought they thought was funny, but it's a comic that doesn't have a bigger name as uh, Chappelle. And then they take it down then they're going to have to eat those fucking words because now they just look like, oh, you're only doing it because it's Dave Chappelle. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have to live by that standard now. Sure. Because one of the biggest problems that people have is that, oh, the only reason why people find this acceptable is because it's Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. If it was somebody else, they would would just do it by the dollar signs and then take them off. But see, that's why Dave Chappelle is so great is because he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to take this on. Yeah. But he is kind of paving the way for, he's, he's making it like, he is the, like, you need a guy like him. He's the figurehead. That's big enough to take it on. That that sets the momentum in the other way, where it's finally like enough, enough. Like, okay, you're, you're upset. Sorry, you don't have to watch it, but you don't get to decide what everybody else gets to watch. There's a lot of people that just fucking like it one for the, whatever reason. One of the worst things that ever happened, and it's 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 a true sign of people kind of a just being a bitch is when um <laughs> the one indian american comic went to the did a stand-up show and he was making a, a joke it was a race joke right and he said the step, set was going completely fine and then he made that joke where he said nobody i think this is i'm butchering the joke but it's like nobody chooses to be black and gay at the same time because who would chose to be you know be oppressed twice over yeah right fucking funny joke and then <laughs> Good the premise and then everybody was like started booing him and they took him off the stage saying that he was racist. Like somebody screamed him that he's a fucking racist when really the joke is not about him being racist. He's yeah. saying that it sucks to be in a country where those two minorities get Are bullied all the time yeah. and marginalized. That's the joke. But and this- he's also making a point that being gay is not a choice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. So that's the joke that he's making, but they just heard black, they heard gay and they're like, you're canceled. Get the fuck off the stage. Yeah. And I think it was at Columbia university. Of course. Oh, it was. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He's fuck. He's a fucking funny stand up too. I, I, I remember on Joe Rogan's podcast. I, I follow That's him on Instagram. I, I can't remember his name right now, but um, I remember that too. Cause I wanted to hear his set and I heard the joke and I'm like, that wasn't even racist. He was saying good things. Yeah. People think if you mention race, like it's automatically it's racist. Just racist. It's like, yeah. no, it's not. No, it's not like race is a thing. And, and especially we can talk if you're about not it. that race, right? I feel like you're more racist. If you can't talk about race. Exactly. Than if you're just can comfortably, especially, if you're, kind of, especially <laughs> if you're like tiptoeing around it, yeah. you know, like if, if you don't feel comfortable, like I've met people where certain white people where they're just like, when they're talking and they'll be like, and they're talking about black people and they go, yeah, yeah. yeah. The black person, like yeah, they like, whisper. What? And it's like, why'd you do that? Like, that's weird. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. And you got to call them out. And then they go, oh, no, I didn't mean anything by that. <laughs> I, yeah. I've sucked a lot of black dick. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. Guilty no. white motherfuckers yeah, are dude. the worst. Dude. And I get They're the know, worst. Part of it is like them like tiptoeing around it. But then there's like a weird thing where it's like, but it's like a subconscious thing, right? It's because they, they kind of think a certain way about it. And it's projected in the way they say things like that. There's very like small, weird, subconscious things that certain people do where you could be like, 
Oh, you, you're, you're weird. weird. This is weird. This is very also, weird. Also, I've always wanted, like, where is all that guilt coming from? Yeah. Why the so white weird? guilt, bro, because you guys own slaves. But, but it's but it's <laughs> also, also like is, how the they talk is, to other people. The thing, is, the thing is, is like, you can, you can be white and be like, yo, there's problems. We should work on them together. Let's fix this shit. Yeah. And not feel guilty at the same time. Like, what, where's the guilty? Like, I don't understand yeah. why. Like, when people are like, it's like, why do you feel like, I mean, I understand you could be like, yo, things are fucked up. We should yeah. work on them together. But like when dudes are all weird, it's like, why? Like, that's your weird racist bullshit in you. Yeah. In pa- my opinion, like and- when I see it, I'm like, that dude's weird and racist. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Because like, the you conversation were just, they have behind closed you were, doors. You were just like, because look, white people were just born white the way everyone was born what they were. They yeah. were born in a better circumstance for sure. Like, like I said, especially in this country. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like you you did like even white people didn't decide to be white right so yeah. it's like cancel pat dude that, that <laughs> cancel pat bring it on all, all of his privileged ass self yeah dude yeah, he got half whiteness up in here dude yeah dude freaking vanilla frappa white dope it's, yeah, right. it's, 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 it's like dope. that louis ck bit louis ck has a bit where he's like if i get to choose after i die i get to choose what race i'm gonna be he's like i'll take white please again yeah like, right exactly. i'm gonna re-up on that white it's too good he's like i'm sorry <laughs> he's like no fucking way i'm gonna take white again that's a very funny fucking joke you know and he's you know but see like that that's somebody when i hear somebody say something like that i'm like oh for sure that guy's not racist (laughs) because he's comfortable talking about difficult things it's the the most obnoxious thing is when i look on facebook or social media and everything that a person posts has to do with racial issues and everything else and then their profile is their token asian friend token black friend token mexican friend yeah it's like why is your profile picture this 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 ethnic person that you're using as your fucking token, I'm not racist. First of all, they're not your fucking prop. That shit is mad racist, yeah, dude. Yeah. Look, that's a projection. It's right? like it's like it's like why do you feel like you have to put this out there? Yeah, like, why, why do you have to put that on? Like, also, you're collecting too, just, people again. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're badges, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like a Pokemon gym, dude. Like, what are you gonna water type? Like an electric type? Yeah, a ground type. Collect, see? Collecting people. That's I don't a know what it is, You'll see the profile and then you'll see them all this social justice shit. Yeah. And in their profile, it's not just their fa- because it's your profile. Yeah. Why is it that it's that ethnic person that your Asian best friend that you met last year that's in every single one of your profile? It makes picks. you raise an eyebrow. It's like for sure. Okay, we get it. You're not right. You like Asian people. Cut that shit out, dude. Yeah. Make it just your regular profile. Th- that's what I'm saying too. It's like sometimes too, I feel um, they people get shit on so hard that they feel like they have to try so hard not to look a certain way, and it does the opposite effect. Yep. Yeah, you know. So, I, and it goes back to that comment of you don't have to maybe believe what I say, but you just have to treat me with decency. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what that's just what we have to go treat for. people like people, no matter what race they are, whatever background they are. Just treat people like people. That's it. Because when it gets weird is when. Some people have a preconceived notion or judgment of the person that they're meeting, whatever race they are, whatever socioeconomic background they are. And then they kind of, you could tell how they talk to that person is like what they really feel about that type of person or what they think that person is. Mm-hmm. And it's like that weird kind of judgment and like a projection that they they put onto that person in their conversation. Mm-hmm. And some people can see that subtleness and it's like, Huh. Interesting. But Weird. This is the try hard I really dislike. Like, I hate the fact that every time we talk about a subject that has to do with, like, some type of social issue, there's these phrases and terms that I never knew existed. Like what? Like, it'll be like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm not sure if 
the poverty in LA is going to be fixed. Oh, I didn't know you were a, a poverty of elitist. Yeah. Like, where did this, where did this phrase fucking come from? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you're anti poverty poverty Yeah, exactly. Like, People just make up words. Why, why do you keep making up yeah. fucking words? And it's that like you look it up, it was, it was created like two weeks ago. It's yeah. like, oh, so you use this fucking term that makes you feel like you're more superior than me. Because I don't know what the fuck this means. Well, it was made up last month, you cunt bag. Well, that's kind of their tactic is they just make up words yeah. to like kind of win arguments in a, in a weird yeah. way, you know? Yeah, you fucking pro, pro uh, toe fucking itis bitch. Like, I don't know what the fuck. It's yeah, just like, obnoxious. Huh? It's very obnoxious. Yeah, because this was like a weird games. It's like a weird social it's a currency. It's like, it's, it's, it's like their way of gamifying it, right? It's like, how do I could right. make this... Uh, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, it's like, there's a gross feeling to it. Cause whenever someone is trying to like push a certain agenda, they always like kind of, it's like very up in front of your face. A you lot. know what it the makes funny, you think a certain type of way. One of the it. things I love watching, and it's not because I care about the topics that are being uh, talked about on these debates is when some kind of political pundit will come up and they'll argue with uh, a college student. Right. And they go up there to try to take down this person, right. Whether it be, uh, what's his name? The fast talking Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. It could be Ben Shapiro. It could be some other right wing or left wing person. And basically they go up, they give these speeches, these college speeches, and then they allow people to come up and debate with them. The reason why I like watching this, not because I agree with everything Ben Shapiro says, or even, even if I'm listening to the argument at all, what, the reason why I enjoy watching it is because I like watching people not know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, right. Right. right? So if you're going to go up and you're going to speak and you're going to deba- debate somebody, you have to do it civilly. You have to have a conversation. Objectivity. You, like, yeah. And you have to come ready and prepared. But a lot of the times what happens with people, especially specifically when they're younger, and I probably am still like this now and was even more based. like that when I was younger, is that we come up and we say all this stuff that's based on emotion but we don't have anything to back it up. Mm-hmm. So when you come against somebody who's very prepared and all you do is go, well, this is how I feel. It's not going to work. Yeah. And then you try to talk over people. You don't let people speak. It becomes very problematic. And that's what a lot of younger people do because I was just like that. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and have a discussion with somebody, conversation is the most powerful thing that you could ever have. You may not agree with somebody, but you could walk away at least understanding somebody a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But people don't want that. They want you to either look stupid. They want to tear you down. Right. And when you tear that person down, you feel like your dick just got a little bit bigger. But yeah. see, that's that's the problem with a lot of the, like, the colleges right now. Like, Because it was starting to happen when I was in UC Santa Barbara. I started noticing it. I didn't… Like this, that's when they started pulling out trigger warnings and all that shit. And I was like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is a trigger warning? Like what? But like, I don't know what these trigger warnings are. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Oh fuck. But, but a lot of, a lot of, uh, schools or, or, um, majors will teach, are trying to make activists. Yeah. Right. The whole point of college is to make motherfuckers think for themselves. And a Critical lot of thinking. them are trying to make activists. And when you're younger, you're, you're more emotional, like you said. So now you just have a bunch of people that are just spewing an ideology, basically like a religious fanatic and never be learning how to think for themselves. So that's a, that's a huge, like we're going to see how that fucking unfolds in the following 20, 30 years. Like, what's the next generation th- th- going to be like? It's yeah. a big, that's a big problem. That's There's a always big cycles problem. of it too. You know, like where people start to have this mindset of like activism first, but then at the same time, like what you were saying, like the data or objectivity and arguments they speak way louder than how you feel about it because a lot of times they don't really align with each other because a lot of people when when it comes to like activism or whatever they're saying, a lot of it is like half truths. It's like both things can be true about a certain, like any, uh, any issue that you take. Yeah. You could feel some type of way about it, but it's usually coming from one side. 
the real issues are always not black and white. There's so much nuance that goes along with it. And there might be parts that you don't agree with, but are just reality. Yeah. In a perfect world, we could solve all these issues with, yeah, rainbow, sunshine, happiness. But in reality, that's just not the real world. Like the real world has a completely different way of handling things. And you have to adjust your approach and your solutions to figure out what you're trying to fix with real world problems. And if you can't account for that in your solution, which most people don't have when they have issues. So what you're saying is that women like to be sexually assaulted. (laughs) Yes. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) But but you saw that, for example, this is a great example. And the reason why I made that joke was because there's that famous clip (laughs) with with Jordan Peterson and he was being interviewed by, uh, by, she was a famous like reporter or something. Mm. It was like in the UK, but she kept on doing this thing where she would ask him a question and then put words into his mouth. Yeah. So she'll ask him a question and then she got wrecked in the comments because of how unprofessional she was. Mm. And this is an adult and this is somebody who's highly intelligent. She's yeah. strong, whatever, whatnot. And it, I forgot what the topics were per se. And once again, I'm not really listening to the, yeah. the subject matter at hand. I'm just watching how people have debate tactics. Mm-hmm. And he'll write, no, what I believe is this, is this, and these are the numbers and statistics. So so you believe that women are inferior. He goes, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is this, is this. So you believe that women should just be be subordinate to men. He goes, no, <laughs> dude. He's just smiling. He goes, no, no. That's What I'm saying is this, this, and that. So what you're saying is, and that was a joke, his so what? Fill in the blank. Yeah, and that's right. how a lot of people debate. And that's, that's a bad journalist, right? A good journalist, if they're trying to prove a point and get you with something, right? If they if they know what you're saying is bullshit, they'll just ask very leading questions. And and those questions alone can dismantle someone's argument. For if you if I think you're wrong, if I really think you're Jordan Peterson and you think that women like to be sexually assaulted, I could give you the perfect questions that'll stump you and you won't be able to answer. And by you speaking and answering these questions, you're going to make a fool out of yourself. Like, I feel like that's good journalism, you know? Like, for instance, like the Prince no. Henry stuff, like <laughs> Prince uh, Prince Charles, the guy that fucking- uh, The was, molester was, dude? Yeah, molester. Like uh-huh. that- the person, the interviewer oh. did such a good job of asking yeah. leading questions and he made a fool of himself. Sure. You know what I mean? But if that, to me, that's a good journalist because they can ask the right questions and stump you just by asking the right questions and you look like a fucking fool because you don't have those answers. And the way you answer those questions, whether it proves whether you have a good argument or not at the end of the day. Because the hard part is to, and once again, um, I was watching another it was it was just basically a, a a YouTube playlist of debates, and I don't know who these people are exactly, but Jordan Peterson was one of them. I actually don't know what Jordan Peterson is about, but I just like how how calm and poised he is, yeah. right? So one of the things that he calls people out on is when somebody insults him. He goes, "Okay, but I want you to rephrase that question without insulting me," mm-hmm. you know, and it always stumps them. It's like yeah. you're not slick, you know, right? He you're not slick you. by sitting here by basically calling me a misogynist or or an idiot or that I'm stupid for my ideas, and he goes cool, well, can you do it without insulting me now? Mm-hmm. And then they, they get stumped. It's like, you're not slick here. Yeah, and right. It, you know, it's it's problematic in how people communicate with somebody, right? Yeah. So if you're here to have a conversation, yeah, conversations can get heated or whatever, whatnot. But if you're not going to sit there and listen to somebody speak and kind of hear what they say, then you're not really here for the conversation yeah. at all. It's a got you moment. Yeah, you're just looking for that got you moment and then you're trying to walk away with, ha, I got you, fuck you, and then walk off. So what's the whole point of this then? Yeah. What's the whole point of this conversation? And that's what happens to a lot of people now. You see that shit on Twitter and that's why I loved it when Dave Chappelle says, hey, Twitter is not real. Yeah. It's not, bro. Because it's not. Not yeah. everybody really should not. be putting out their thoughts to the world. Everybody thinks that their thoughts need to be heard and guess what? They actually don't. 
You're not that. Everybody keeps telling you that you're this special fucking human being. Yeah, you're special to your friends and your close family. Mm -hmm. You have something that's very special about you. But the whole world doesn't have to believe in that specialness that makes you you. Exactly. It is not. You can't sit there hoping everybody to believe how awesome you are. You'll sit there with your fucking mouth open until it's dry as fuck. Yeah. Getting nothing. That's also just bird droppings and that shit all day. It's also just crazy. It's crazy. Dude, like my my uncle actually made a really good like we were talking about social media in general and he was like I think the way like social media right now is like what cigarettes were like in the fifth, like the forties, fifties when they were like, Oh yeah, cigarettes are fine. Blah, blah, blah. You know, doctors are smoking it. He's like, but I think in like 50, 60 years, it's going to be like social media is like our version of cigarettes. Like yeah. in 60 years from now, we're going to be like, fuck, stay the fuck away from this. Or like only do a little bit. Cause yeah. this shit will fuck you. Like in mentally, and I, 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 I think like it's it so. Your brain. I think it's so true. I think the <laughs> analogy found, is so we true. We found that out when Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp crashed. Everybody freaked the fuck out. Yeah, they, I didn't even know it crashed. I was in Hawaii, mm-hmm. so I didn't know it crashed. I was yeah, just chilling, same. and then I read an article later on when it came back up. They're like, Instagram is back. I'm like, oh, when did it shut off? Yeah, because also, not- who gives a shit? My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better healthier and a whole lot more enjoyable what is fume you ask fume is an innovative award-winning flavored air device that does just that instead of vapor fume uses flavored air instead of electronics fume is completely natural and instead of harmful chemicals fume uses delicious flavors you get it instead of bad fume is good it's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy i keep one in my car just because i'm a fidgety guy and guess what i'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor my friend nothing bad for you in there and definitely definitely fun to use my friends start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today fume is giving the listeners of the show 10 percent off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10 percent off the journey pack today well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not looking at that yeah. shit 24 seven. And if it crashed for a day, who the fuck cares? Like move on with your fucking life. But that is credit to what your uncle says. People are addicted to that shit yeah. to the point where they freak the fuck out. And the funniest thing about those articles is that when they were talking about the Facebook employee who was a whistleblower and, and the whistleblower was basically saying obvious shit. These companies care about money more than your safety. Yeah. No fucking shit. Yeah, it right. has always been about money. The fact that ha- – 80% of the population was surprised that Facebook, a multi-billion dollar company, doesn't give a fuck about your privacy and safety blows my fucking mind. Yeah. But when we talk, if I said right now to this phone, dildo, 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 dildo. We're going to get dildo on our ads. Instagram ads 24 fucking seven. Dildos. If you download a website, yeah, app, a, a search engine rabbit. called <laughs> DuckDuckGo, right? Yeah. DuckDuckGo is the best search engine that you could look for because it doesn't have any of those bots and that bullshit. That's fire, bro. They block everything. DuckDuckGo. When you when you search on DuckDuckGo, it tells you what websites are linked to other ones for ads. Yeah. So when ah. you're on Facebook, it, it'll block Facebook, Instagram, and all this other shit because they're all connected. This is clearly obvious shit. The fact that 80% of the population didn't understand that blows my fucking mind. And just that the algorithm is so fucking powerful, right? Like the way people get wrapped up in the social media shit, they're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Like 
the whole point of the app is to see how long they can get you on yeah. that fucking app. Use it for what it's good for. Use yeah. it for your entertainment. If you want to laugh, you want to post about your life. But this stuff isn't real fucking life. It's not and all. you keep basing your life off of fucking memes 24-7. Yeah. I have seen so many kids who are so awkward because you guys repeat memes as if they're real conversation topics. <laughs> yeah. Like when they yeah. talk to women, this means that Oh, when you talk to women, make sure you talk with confidence and they not come up to a girl and they're two inches away from her face. Hi, my name is John. It's like, why? Because <laughs> you read on a fucking meme? Give her some space, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're so busy Weirdos. taking advice from fucking three, three sentence fucking excerpts out of a social media app that you think these are life books. Those are snippets. Yeah. You take yeah. that with a grain of fucking salt. That's why you're so fucking awkward. Mm. That's why you, when you're on these dating apps, you have 17 office jokes because you think that's going to get you pussy. Right. Shut the fuck up and get out there and talk to a fucking human being. It's that's my TED yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah, you're like trying to be relatable all the time to these people. Yeah. You know, and it's like, Ugh. it's not real conversation. Not Just have all. a conversation. Ask I'm, people I'm, about themselves. And I also, talk I, about yourself, whatever. And I 100% say this too, because I grew up with such crazy social anxiety, right? Mm. That I kept on looking for these shortcuts on how to socialize with human beings. And all I had to do was just socialize, go out there and fail consistently to know Oh, this is a little weird. This is a little awkward. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's just trial and error. Yeah, You're trial and error all the time. Yeah, Anything that's how it works. That's yeah, how it works. When somebody unsits their pants. I don't have to suck that dick. Yeah, yeah you don't. I have can just be like, not today, sir. Walk yeah. off. Boundaries. Come, you know what I mean? Today, Rum Deep. Mm-hmm. That's your line. Hey, man. <laughs> Rum Deep and I. <laughs> not today, baby. Homies that's for sound. life, dude. <laughs> Homies for life, dude. All day. This don't make shit. me. Feel, don't you shame me for my friend, all right? I didn't steal his fucking bunions, dude. I think he, he gave them to me. He didn't steal shit. I read an Instagram meme. We were on the did. chain link fence. We were looking off into the distance, eating some funions together. I don't he, know if he you were eating. You were well, I don't know what the fuck he was eating. All right, yeah, that wasn't yeah. my responsibility. My responsibility was to protect him at all cost. Yeah, for the funions, <laughs> and that's it. No did he ever get bullied? Uh-huh. I don't know. I got oh, expelled no. after third grade. <laughs> Whatever happened to him after, I don't know what happened. Who knows, but, yeah. but you did th- your part. Hey, yeah, up until kindergarten until third, third grade, nobody fucked with rum deep. Yeah. Hands That's down. Up. That's what's up. That's dope. And you you had an insatiable <laughs> thirst for fucking Funyuns from Funyuns. out. And I just kept gaining weight. <laughs> so much weight, dude. <laughs> the Funyuns will fucking get you, boy. I love Funyuns, bro. So when I would protect him and take all the shots, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. All day. And he would smile. She was just guarded by my fucking You're massive like just body. Very Majin Boo, dude. <laughs> I absorbed it. Yeah, my stomach is Majin Boo, dude. dude. Yeah, Majin Boo. That's right, dude. I'm pink and fat without my shirt, dude. <laughs> How fucking dare Patrick you? Patrick is Master Roshi, I think. Is that the old guy? Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's who I aspire to be. Like, honestly, hundred percent. I always like. I feel like the dopest dude in anime is. Oh, it's like a, a trope of anime. But the old dude that looks really frail. Yeah. But then, yeah. like, when he takes his shirt off, <laughs> it's time to get down. He's like, it's like the most ripped dude. He always looks super fucking weak. And yeah. they go, oh my god, that's the legend from Baba. Hey, Baba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's always been the dopest dude He's for me one. in anime. I've always been. And then when he sees hot girls, one. he gets nosebleeds. Yeah, he gets. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, that was I'm, like his thing. He's I always a, trying to fuck. He's yeah, super yeah. horny. He's a little hornball. Yeah. All right. That's you, dude. That's not me. Horny boy. I'm not. You a horny boy, bro. You a horny boy. You think yeah. I'm a horny boy? I think you're a horny boy. I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean? I think every day you just think about sex. Right when you wake up, you're like, where can I stick this little fucking shit? I'll be trying. And Tiffany yeah. shoot me down. She'll be she like, not today, sucker. That's wow. what she tells me. She calls you a sucker? You little pussy ass. That's what she says. Do you wow. wake her up by Bitch masturbating boy. furiously next to her in the bed? I've only done that like four or five times this week and no go. Do you dry hump her? Oh, yeah, all the time. From time, like trying to get it going. You little or nasty little snail trail on her leg, you <laughs> sick fuck. Dude, my snail trails are crazy, bro. Okay, I didn't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. The fact that you think I'm a snail trail, Could have gone all year without knowing that shit. 
Hey, comment below if you guys got snail trails, dude. Check his boxer, dude. Just this glimmer of line. Just <laughs> this glimmering That's line. So fucking gross. Just all the way down to his fucking thigh. Wow. Gross. That's You're disgusting, sick. bro. You're starting fucking rumors about me that I don't appreciate. Oh, easy shit. Well, you, why? You think I'm a hornball? You think I'm a fucking oh, hornball? Oh, you're for sure a hornball, dude. What you mean? You uh-huh. think I'm a deviant? Oh, you're a sexual deviant for sure. In what way? What proof do you I have? I want to open up your fucking phone and let's see your Google search right now, wow. bro. Hey, and guess I what? Delete my if you deleted all the, all the cash in the cookies, I already know you did some weird shit. Where is my phone? It's I in that pussy ass fucking fatty pack of yours, bitch. What are those flowers? But, yeah, bitch. I got an Hawaii. 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 Go look through my fucking browser, bro. Damn, bro. Why is your phone so sticky, bro? Yeah. That's just my sweat, bro. I'm not even holding it. It's it's floating on my palm. Oh, what is this? Feet online. (laughs) Wow. You're into feet shit? No, dude. It was just like research research for a client. What you think? You like weird, something weird, huh? Bro, I don't, I'm very vanilla, dog. You vanilla Mm -hmm. boy? I like. Like fucking sucking and that's it bro. That's why good. the fuck you looking at Whitney Houston all the time dude oh I photoshopped my face on my buddy uh, he just <laughs> he's, he got a job as a bodyguard so I photoshopped my face on Whitney Houston and his face on uh, Kevin Costner nice. and that's real I'll show it to you right yeah, now I believe it I believe and it was with John 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 just got a job high end security job wow. and that's what I did his that's shit dope. is literally just just fight shit and uh, Whitney Houston <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big fan of Whitney Houston. So Whitney Houston what? You dope. don't masturbate with your phone, you sick fuck. What do you masturbate with? Fucking my tears. Do you jerk off? I uh, donned a track list. There's a picture of my vaccine card. The travel Hawaii. What time is it in Washington State? <laughs> Look that up. Disgusting. Because I have clients that I have to do different time zones. And time zones are so hard to deal with. Isn't though. Washington the same time zone? It's an hour ahead. Which is like, it, what, what are the, you doing? What bro? do you mean? Why? No, it's an hour ahead. Oh, really? Huh. I don't know how time zone works. I don't get it either. Oh, shit. Never mind. It's not. You fucking loser. Let's just all be on the same time. Yeah, let's just be on the same time. Well, hurry up and watch this fucking show. I'm going to watch it, bro. You got to watch it, dude. I want to watch. I want to finish Squid great. Games, though. I want to finish Squid Games. I want to watch that. Fuck. Um, I wish you saw it so we could talk about it. Yeah, what but we happens. can't talk about it because you didn't fucking watch it. You didn't watch yeah, the Chappelle you watch thing. You didn't watch shit, Squid dude. Game. I didn't know what we were going to talk about. You said we we're going to talk about Deontay Wilder and all that we shit. We did talk we about did. that. I know. You didn't even get recorded. But that's but all you said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, man. I'm getting hella yeah, nervous. <laughs> Every Bro, you know how many podcasts we, we did? Where's <laughs> the best podcast ever? Like We, <laughs> we were saying deleted. some inflammatory shit, too, yeah. bro. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise that mm. we fucking didn't have it recorded, but it was fun and we were laughing our fucking. At the end of the day, out. I'm just here to hang out with you guys, man. Yeah, we're just yeah, gonna get recorded, it, gets recorded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just have it last. Yeah. That's why I keep fucking up. We're talking shit. I need to have a bad time when I do this shit. I keep fucking around. I'm like, oh wait, we're supposed to do work right now, aren't we? Fuck, man. Yeah, we end up talking all fucking night like a bunch of assholes. But yeah, I love it's it. It's just fun, dude. And that is what friendship is. You entered my life three years ago. Yeah. Biggest mistake ever. <laughs> yeah. Best thing about you is I got to be <laughs> <laughs> No, it's actually crazy how like everything has turned out. Like as far yeah. as like us all hanging out and shit like that. The fact that we were in Hawaii and we saw each other for like two hours and shit. Fuck you, dog. Uh, <laughs> dude, this guy was so happy to see me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yo, fuck, hey, Tip, she's a little <laughs> instigator, bro. Like, like, <laughs> and she, and she, be like, and she likes blowing my spot. Like what? we meet up with David and she goes, hey, David, you know, this is how Tip talk. And she, she goes, Nick was so excited to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the 
fuck? Dude. And she just like blowing on my spot, but I wasn't like excited to see you. Yeah, you were man crushing a little bit. Yeah, I was by my I little saw snail trail, bro. <laughs> snail trail, baby. <laughs> yeah. I got a bunch of sand in my cooter, yeah, right? Down your ankles, baby. That yeah. snail trail was dragging. So, I was like, the fuck is that glimmer? Bro, we saw on for like shirt. two hours the whole fucking trip. Wow. We didn't hang much because should have came to the dinner I had because it was delicious. Yeah, how was the Vietnamese curry? It was fucking hella good. I, I looked it up afterwards. Curry. I've never had that. Crab Dude, curry. Crab curry, hella Ooh. good. I looked it up afterwards. Looked delicious. Dude, that sounds amazing. We went to Bozu that night. I love curry. Oh, actually, you did great then. Too. Yeah, we Bozu went to Bozu. was fucking delicious. We didn't, we didn't go to some whack ass shit, bro. Gilbert, you fat, useless fuck. Gilbert, why don't you go on the podcast, you fuck? You know why? Because he's so busy. I don't do podcasts. Oh, I have to put banana ketchup on everything. (laughs) Bro, making plans with Gilbert in Hawaii, so frustrating. The worst. Tiff was like, why does Gilbert do this? Why is he so difficult? But he was like doing work and shit. I get it. Whatever. All we got to do is spar him and then piece him up a little bit. Yeah. And then we'll be all great. Get him about to clap track. them cheeks next time I see you, Gil. Damn. Too bad you're so fucking lovable, bitch. Yeah, dude. This fool's an enigma, bro. Every time we're walking down, like we were walking down Waikiki and he was like cracking jokes. And then so many random people like want to join in and be like, <laughs> that's hilarious. And they walk by. Dude. They fucking love this fucking guy wherever yeah. we go. He's making friends with everybody at the restaurant and shit. I'm like, that's hey, dope. Bro, cut it out. He looks like a Filipino radio host. That's why. He wants to fuck everybody, I think. It's yeah. like he's constantly so. sending out way like signals to fuck. See, in a relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Long term. Nice. Like he fiancéed. Shout out oh, to fiancé. Cindy Lou, bro. Wow. Shout yep. out to Cindy Simu Cindy Lou. Simu oh, Cindy Lou. Love baby. It, <laughs> Cindy Lou. The best. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast that we did record. I see all the lights. Yeah. You'll see it. We got to check from that one. Patrick hey. out here checking, bro. We got to check. I checked the, that one earlier. I think I think it was on. It was red. It was on. Is that good? It was on. If it wasn't on, I'm going to make it work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get an engineer to edit this shit. We're going to have to do ADR. Right? Are you going to have to do ADR for everybody? <laughs> I got you. Don't fucking worry, dude. Dude, I've been doing this for years. I've never made a mistake in my life. <laughs> Are you going to hire an engineer to like do all this stuff? Well, next year I'm trying to spizzazz it up because we're only doing one a week. Let's go. So nice. I, if it's if something fucks up, it's not my fault. Yeah. Mm. I need somebody else to do this because I do everything myself. Yeah. It's so funny too because uh, I'll edit this stuff and then people will write in comments. They're like, dude, whoever edits this has been calling David out on all this bullshit. I'm like, I write everything. <laughs> Timestamps, what are you talking about? Calling you out, like, what do you mean? What well, you because I'll about? like, you know, say some stupid shit and I'll put it as a timestamp. And I'm like, they're like, dude, whoever's editing even knows that David's like saying all this bullshit. I'm like, I write them. Yeah. Like, David I, knows he's yeah, saying yeah. some wild I, I, shit. I write the timestamps. It's right. me. Right, right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You fucking hater. Leave me alone. It hurts. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you ain't gonna get away with that, bro. You're not gonna get away with that with a little. I'm sorry, dude. It, well, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You a pussy. Uh, <laughs> check out Nick at Nick Dunn. He's a he's a physical got, teacher. If you guys need coaching for fitness, <laughs> that's what it is. Physical strength teacher. training. You know, getting your weight down. Just hit your boy up. All right? I've only I got, got 36 pounds since knowing him. Yeah. A pure dog meat. You lost Ooh. your way by yourself. You fucking fuck. You a physical teacher, man. I'm You're a physical a, teacher. He's a physical a, teacher. I teach PE, bro. That's right. That's what it is. Fuck, I got a degree in it. All right. Watch your fucking mouth. Physical bro. education. Yeah. He, BS, yeah. dog. BS. He's a kinesiology oh, teacher. Basura. Basura, basura boy. Mm-hmm. I got a real fucking degree in science, bro. That's Damn. right. Like you should check fizzy, out my Patrick at Patrick.t.riley. Yeah. You can see him at the strip club swinging the thing around. He's a strip club DJ. Counterclockwise. Hypnotize. Throw that ass in a circle. In a circle. In a circle. In a circle. Patrick goes all blood, you know? Thursdays and Sundays up until January 1st. January 1st, only one a week. Throws up and you go, boom. (laughs) 
Hiss him with the woe. See y'all next time. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.